Daniel is an 18-year-old activist from Manchester and the founder and CEO of something called Youth Politics UK. Uh, it's an organization which aims to provide young people from all backgrounds with the skills needed to enact positive social change. He is an ambassador to His Majesty's hashtag I Will campaign. He has also been awarded the Diana Award and a National Democracy Award from the UK government for his work. So would you please join me in welcoming Dan Laws. Thank you very much, and well, you've raised all their expectations now, so hopefully I can deliver. Um, forget it. You haven't got the skills, talent, never mind the numbers to make the change that you're after. Those are the words that greeted my 12-year-old self during my first trip to Parliament, where I was lobbying MPs to stop drastic, drastic cuts to youth services. Now, in some ways, that government minister wasn't wrong. Looking back, my greatest talents at the age of 12 were arguing in Mario Kart, and on paper, I had little experience that would give me an effective standing in the political arena. Nevertheless, fast forward six years, and I was stood the same place as I was 12 years at 12 years old, collecting the Princess Diana Award for setting up a national organisation, coordinated by hundreds of young volunteers called Youth Politics UK. Motivated by the desire to prove that government minister wrong, I wanted to ensure that young people did have the skills, talent and numbers to make effective change. Concentrating efforts on consolidating older audiences and confused by millennials and Generation Z. In a political world, you think I was talking about the Conservative Party. <laughs> but in reality, it's you guys. The topic of the session today shows that there's a concern surrounding a max exodus of young people rejecting mainstream media. Today, I want to put forward the challenge to the status quo that could well be the solution. To try and display it, I want to ask a few questions. So, hands up here if you work in any aspect of children's media. I'm hoping that at least one hand will go up. Brilliant. Okay, now keep your hands up if you conduct market research for the media that you create or commission. Brilliant. Okay. Now finally, keep your hands up if you employ or incorporate young people who act as advisors behind the scenes throughout the commissioning to the creative and to the marketing process. Great. There's not many hands up. Okay, and that's what I'm here to talk to you about. Now, it's not truly unique to the media world. I'm often approached by the mainstream parties, political figures, and even corporations to help them understand younger generations. And the answer I give tends to be the same. Young people know what young people want. So listening to us and give us the opportunity to convey our ideas. As an organisation, our biggest factors for success is that we're youth-led. Let me put it into perspective. As an organisation, we, ho we hosted an event in Manchester for around 100 young people, where we offered two training sessions, one run by a former cabinet minister, presenting a chance to interrogate someone at the core executive of British politics, or one run by myself and the team. When it came down to choosing, every single young delegate, apart from four, went to the session run by myself and the team. Now, to be fair, the former cabinet minister was a transport secretary, but it does demonstrate a key point, that youth-led initiatives are unrivaled when it comes to engaging other young people. When I talked to a family friend who is a TV producer and has worked on many programmes for young people, he said, and I hope you don't mind, but I've had to 
beep out one or two explicit words. Um, he is a fellow northerner after all. He said, we beeping producers are asked to beeping produce programmes for young people when we beeping know nothing about them. And the only reason I beeping knew anything is that I have two 18-year-old sons. If you want his name, I'll give it to you after a drink tonight. Think, what is the average age of the producers of your shows? Do they really understand what young people want? As someone who meets and talks to thousands of young people about their concerns, I can tell you one thing for certain. The thing this generation has really had enough of are, and no offence, older generations making decisions which they think are in our own interest without, um, without consulting us first. Whether that's Brexit, being the burden of cuts or raising tuition fees, it all indicates that it's time to bring young people into the decision-making process. One of my biggest aims as is and always will be to ensure that young people aren't just a rubber stamp to a decision after it's been made, but in the room when the decision is being made and it really counts. Again, we've got first-hand experience of this. We have three young Northern activists who are extremely passionate about improving youth mental health provisions. So we set up a meeting between them and the health minister to discuss the issue, and other key organisations and activists did the same. That following autumn budget, two billion pounds of additional funding was announced for mental health services. Now, we were just a small part of that push, but it shows that no one should ever underestimate the benefits and skills of young people and what they can bring to the team. Young people have so much to offer this industry, so bring us on board. To keep our generation watching, put us on the screens. To keep us gripped, put us on your advisory boards. To help change the unjust image of young people in the media, give us a chance for us to change it. Not only will it keep you relevant, but it will also provide countless opportunities for a generation whose opportunities are closing in on them on the, by the day. I was really lucky enough as a young kid that I had access to acting training, which ultimately allowed me to have the confidence to stand up here. I wake up every morning wanting to offer that training to other young people. And like our organisation, you can develop the skills of the next generation by giving them a platform for their ideas. Allow us to show you the social issues which we need you to shine a spotlight on in documentaries. Let us tell you how we want to be entertained. It's what we're trying to make the politicians understand through strikes, shouting and shaking hands. And I really hope it's something that the media acknowledges. You'd be surprised how many young people would jump at the opportunity to benefit from your expertise and guidance. I hope it's something you will take with you after this conference. Again, I had first-hand experience of this at Radio 5 Live when I did my first um, radio appearance. I was extremely nervous, but Adrian Child sat me down and he gave me lots of advice, which was really useful for the future. Although I do recall him saying, Daniel, we're going to get along, you, us two, because we both have faces for radio. <laughs> <laughs> so for all those, without your hands up at the start, who will, let, who will you allow to let, you, let them surprise you? The, fate, the other change makers will back me up when I say there's no better feeling than to see the face of someone who has underestimated a young person. Whether that's the face of donors following a passionate pitch from a young person, or a government minister who is lectured by a 12-year-old whose only real talents were arguing a Mario Kart. Thank you very much. Thank you, Nancy.